All right, today we're here with 57 kilo world champion Maria T. Is that how you say it, right, Maria T? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, uh, why don't you go ahead and um, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? You know how you got into lifting and and uh, go from there into your into your uh, progression into being a world champion. Uh, I started lifting back in 2010, I think. Uh, started with uh, bodybuilding training. I competed in uh, bikini for three years and then switched to figure for a year. After that, uh, I just wanted to give uh, powerlifting a try. And after that, I was just hooked. Yeah. <laughs> just found out you were good at it? Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, not You can't eat too much hot pot with bodybuilding right so you gotta exactly yeah. <laughs> gotta load up on the, the hot pot for for powerlifting so like uh when you first got into powerlifting uh how long ago was that how many years ago um i believe it was 2013 okay like so. the end of 2000, yeah more like early 2014 okay so it's been a couple of years now yeah. and uh did you have immediate success with it or did you have to work at it for a little while to to get good um I had to work a little while, uh, you know, I uh, went head to head with uh, Jessica Bernardo, one of our best uh, 57 in Canada. Um, my first uh, national in 2015, I believe, it was in uh, um, uh, Ontario, and uh, I was supposed to copy in 52, but I didn't make weight, so I had to go up to 57, and I got second place. And then 2016, I competed uh, Canadian National in uh, Newfoundland at uh, 57, and I got second again. And then after that, I was like, that's it. It's my year. <laughs> it's <Fair> my turn. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. And uh, most recently, obviously, you uh, for people that have been living under a rock, uh, don't know you're a world champion now. And yes, uh, <laughs> it's been a long road for you to get there. Because um, yeah. in 2016, if I'm recalling properly, you uh, you bombed out on on grip on deadlifts, right? Yeah. And then that's never fun, obviously. No. Um, and no. then 2017, you got second or bronze? Second. Second, and that was uh, yeah. in the 63s, right? Or that's 50. Oh, uh, no, 2000, uh, 2008. I got uh, Browns in uh, 63. Okay. But uh, 2017, uh, you got silver. 17, I got second, yeah. Okay. So yeah. 2016, bomb. 2017, silver. 2018, bronze. And now 2019, gold. <laughs> yes. A long, long yeah. roundabout way to get there. But uh, right there. do you think, do you think um, the way you did it, was uh was better for you to grow as a lifter than just winning automatically? Yes, for sure. Um, I learned a lot, and uh, you know, um, every competition I learned something new, and uh, we all make mistakes. Something that I did wrong, I came back and fix it. I work on it the next year. I pay attention to what I have to improve, and uh, me and my coach we talk about that, and uh, yeah, we improve from there. Beauty. Yeah. So uh, how how was training going into this meet? Like, did you uh, have a you know um, successful training cycle? Uh, was it just a perfect training cycle? You usually never are perfect, but um, for the world, yeah, 
Yeah, um, it was going well, but you know, I uh, went from 63 to 57 cutting. You know what it's like when you cut, uh, you don't make you no know, more progress. So <laughs> I was just like, you know, I have to remember my body was lighter, so I'm not going to squat as big. I'm not going to bench as big. Deadlift. deadlift went really well. Um, I uh, When I cut weight, uh, for some reason, my uh, deadlift is better. I mm. don't know why, maybe because my hand... It's like less fast, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, training was uh, training went really well, and uh, um, my um, weight cut went really well too. So that was a bonus. Cool, and uh, the travel didn't affect you at all. Obviously, you had a you had a good flight over there. Your flight back wasn't so good, but your flight over there was all right. <laughs> yes, uh, surprisingly, when I got there, I was really exhausted. I think from like because I, I like about uh, a 10 hour labor in toronto from newfoundland to toronto and then toronto to coping and i could pick up ticket train to sweden mm-hmm. um i was really exhausted and uh, i was like i didn't know what's going on with my body but <laughs> it was good that i flew in like uh three days ahead sure. so i was adjust to the time and everything awesome yeah, yeah. so you know going into uh Tell me about like the course of the meet. So, you know, you you do your weigh-ins, you start warming up. Um, how are you feeling when you started warming up? Did you, you know, do you get like an anxiety during the day, or do you feel like you're just there to you're there to win? Um, I never, I never. Um, I'm not saying that like you know every, every competition <clears throat> doesn't matter like how many competitions you be doing. You get like you know you get nervous, mm-hmm. but uh, I never get like anxiety but um <clears throat> i think it started uh last two years ago i think um i'm not sure what it is but um um before competition i get like lightheaded <laughs> even though i'm not cutting um and that's worrying me because uh, i'm afraid that i'm gonna fade or something like that right <laughs> excuse me but uh, this competition, I started feeling that when I was warming up for squat, but after squat, I felt good. So um, everything came back to like normal. Okay. So so you finished squats. Were you three for three on squats? Uh, no, I missed a third time on squat, and I was very disappointed with that <laughs> because, you know, squat is like one of my best lifts. big thing. Yeah, my best lift. So <laughs> I was like, looking forward to like have this maybe a work or squat something like that but uh, when i got there um my body would drop like pretty low even though i was eating normal and um the morning when i went in i was dropping to 55 kilo i think so it was like a major two and a half three kilo drop yeah yeah i would imagine when you go over overseas especially for um competition you're not eating you know similar foods to what you usually eat where you live right and uh yes. that would definitely definitely take a toll like we all saw that take a toll on ray and and uh losing like like 30 pounds like in, in a couple of days right and yes. uh i would imagine that would take a big um have a big effect on you especially on game day but so so you finish squatting two out of three bench three for three Good. <laughs> Surprisingly, uh, with this uh, weight cut, <clears throat> my bench, uh, you know, feel good. It it's not as big as my sixty three uh, bench, but like it's still like you know, bench felt good. Good. 
Hit a PR? Yeah. No PR. No PR? I don't think. I think I've benched more at uh, 57. With the uh, higher body weight, though, it's dependent. Like, you know, sometimes, like when I went to the Arnold Classic, um, it was like the best competition I've ever done, actually, to be honest with you. <laughs> I, um, even though my total was uh, less than uh, this this one, I I feel good, like my body was. But um, this competition, I think because of my uh, body weight drop majorly, it was just like, I feel like, even though I managed to pull that deadly, I don't feel as strong. Mm-hmm. You had to rise yeah. to the occasion a little bit. Yes. <laughs> um, and then, so going into deadlifts, uh, how did warm-ups feel? And then when you stepped out to take your opener, how did your opener feel? Um, you know what happened in Texas, so deadlifts always like, uh, it's like uh, people say PTSD. I think. <laughs> it's, it's not really a PTSD, but it's just like a flashback. It's in the back you know, of your okay, mind. Don't mess that, don't mess that, you know. Something you can do for five, six, where just, just pull it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then when I get into uh, my second attempt and I missed, uh, it's on grip, and I was like, uh, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. So, so you, yeah, okay, so you... And you're you're neck and neck with the American at this point, right? Yes. It was really close battle for, and she mm-hmm. she had already set the total world record on her second, right? Yeah. So, so for like the viewers that uh, haven't watched this, it's all on YouTube, by the way. So go watch it. It was crazy, but uh, so Maria comes out, hits her first. The American comes out, makes her first. Maria comes out, misses her second. And. Now the Canadian coaching staff is like, oh shit, <laughs> what do we do here? Yeah. Because generally, when you miss a second attempt, you don't go up for a third, right? But this is mm-hmm. this is Worlds, all the marbles are on the line here, and uh, Jeff Butt went up seven and a half kilos, right? Yeah. And, uh, and then I noticed that he wrapped your wrist up. Yeah. So, just to help with your grip a little bit, and then yeah. you, can, you can tell the, the rest of the story for the third attempt here. <laughs> Yeah, um, so there is something that I did differently uh, with my deadlift this time. Is, uh, I had a baby powder on my legs, and because of my uh, grip is like so narrow, uh, when I pull it, I think my hand was like uh, touching the baby powder on my legs, mm. and that's when my uh, grip let go. So when I go back on my, uh, uh, after my second attempt, I asked, um, one of the Irish guy, uh, Louis, to uh, wipe it out for me, and um, Jeff ripped my uh, uh, wrapped my wrist, and um, they asked me if I want ammonia. I was like, no, I need to focus. Anyway, I didn't take <laughs> ammonia. I just went in like like calm, and I think I was just like very focused, and I wanted that lift so bad, and I wasn't going to let it go until like I lock it. <laughs> and you kind of like willed it up. Yes. Yeah. So what, what, like, when you put the bar down and you turn around and you see the white lights for a good lift, what, what did that feel like when you, when you know that you're a world champion and you've been working so hard all these years for it? Um, actually, I didn't know what's going on <laughs> at that moment because uh, I had, a, I have asthma, like, and when I go to Sweden, it was like really bad. And I wasn't able to use my puffer like more than I'm supposed to mm. because of the uh, drug yeah. testing and stuff like that. 
So um, I didn't use my puffer, and I think it got worse on my third attempt deadlift that uh, I almost passed out. When I walk, I couldn't breathe. So <laughs> they picked me up, and I was like, oh, I need to breathe. I need <laughs> the <a> puffer. <laughs> <laughs> that's great yeah. so, so and, uh, <laughs> I think it took me like a few minutes to realize that I'm a world champion <laughs> how did that feel once you realized that um it was good did it was it? really good feeling you know I worked really hard for it and uh, finally I uh, reached the um the goal that I set you know it's I I know that someday I wanted to be a world champion. I just didn't know when it's going to be. I go back every year. This is like my fifth year. Yeah. And I had like four years of successful uh, competition, one year bomb, you know, I came back, but I never gave up. And one thing I want to like say to like a new lifter is like, you will have a good me and a bad me and you just have to hold on to like the good time and think about the bad time, you know, why, why this happening? and you know overcome that and make a good story out of it rise to the occasion right yes that's very uh very good message to the young young kids out there <laughs> yes. so okay so so okay so once you uh realized you're the champion and and all this stuff you uh i'm assuming you know you you call home and tell all your family and stuff and they're probably all excited and they're uh <laughs> i watched the king of the lifts podcast and with you and uh your parents <laughs> your parents are pretty uh have pretty high expectations right <laughs> yeah, yeah they don't they uh, like uh, good job I, um good job yeah <laughs> okay good job is that a real goal <laughs> I'm like, uh, no <laughs> that's great they have uh the high expectations yeah the uh the thai parents <laughs> that's awesome so so now that it's all said and done um how do you like how do you feel like has your uh have your thoughts changed on on anything like since immediately after the meet like did you uh did you reflect on it like it was obviously a successful successful meet because you're a world champion but did you reflect on the meet and take what what were your takeaways from that competition um i think uh, one thing i need to work on more is probably uh Everything going into competition, my training is going well, my nutrition is perfect, my recovery, everything. One thing I just need to like work on more is probably uh, the weeks of the competition, like my nutrition was, because um, I'm usually like, I think I'm under eat or something like that, so my body will like, will drop majorly. So something I need to work on more so that uh, I don't lift my best lift in uh, in training and put it on the platform instead. So. It's something that uh, I'm going to work on probably for this uh, coming up competition, Commonwealth Championship. Okay, you don't I'd like know. to squat something bigger. Yeah. Cool, and that's uh, that's in your, that's in New Brunswick, right, or Newfoundland? It is. Newfoundland, and, here at home. Actually. Oh, cool! Wow, that's cool. You got yeah. the home court advantage there. Yes. <laughs> cool. So you're doing Commonwealth next, and then uh, and then what's what's after that? Nationals or? Yes. Cool. National, yeah. In uh, Winnipeg this year. Right on yeah so uh that's cool and uh that's pretty much all the questions I have for about worlds um what is your uh what is your your process like for for training like do you are you a person that um you know really has to psych themselves up for training or are you a person that is more calm 
calm lifter? Uh, I'm pretty calm when it uh, comes to training because, you know, I train uh, commercial gyms, you know. <laughs> Can't I train be screaming and yelling. People, yeah. <laughs> people uh, would say to me, that, oh, you train with fake weight. I was like, sometimes you got to work with what you have and make the best of it. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter, like, what kind of equipment you have or, um, I don't know, 10, 12 people around you. It's just what's up here and mm. like you have to dig it deep and every session I'm, I I treat it like um, just another day of training actually I enjoy every session even though like <laughs> my body is falling apart <laughs> yeah do uh, like I don't know about your parents but my parents are like or my mom anyways like uh, you know you're gonna bur- you're gonna fucking destroy your own body by the time you're you know you're still so young and you're gonna destroy your body are your parents like oh, that yeah. too? Are they all worried about you? Yes. My mom always said to me, she said, um, now that you reach a goal, uh, why don't you just stop? I said, it's, I can't stop. I said, it's, it's like addiction. One competition after another competition. Even though if I don't compete, I, I will stay trained because it's, it's a part of my life, right? It's... But they don't understand it. They think that I, I'm torturing myself. Yeah, it's like uh, they're going to have to send you to Powerlifting's Anonymous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's funny. Do uh so so now that you've kind of reached this pin- pinnacle in the sport, um has it has things changed for you? Like have you been to any like local meets and people come up to you and they're like, "Maria T, like can you sign my baby, can you sign my baby?" <laughs> um uh, not really, you know, uh I think people are like a lot of people uh know it's it's a big thing, but uh I think powerlifting is not up there yet. Yeah. Maybe someday when uh, powerlifting is in um, Olympic or something like that, <laughs> I don't know. But then, like, maybe we'll get, like, more recognized and stuff like that. But I do get a lot of uh, support from the local. They're, like, they're good. Hold on. So, uh, have you gotten a Hot Pot sponsorship yet? <laughs> <laughs> not yet. I'm, I'm still waiting on that. You gotta, yeah, you got to get an agent. Yes. <laughs> so now, yeah. So now that you've, um, you know, you've you become a world champion and all this stuff. Like, what's your favorite powerlifting memory um, that you have so far? Your favorite powerlifting moment? I would say that uh, uh, last deadlift for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Really had to gut that it one. It was out. just like everything that I I've trained for. You know, I always tell. Uh, friends or like clients and stuff like that you know it doesn't matter if you pee or shit or throw <laughs> up don't let that bar go yeah. ever right yeah. so there was like i was just like holding on to like so long that like my forearm my jaw was hurting the next day from like like running so hard <laughs> go go until you black out right yeah especially on a third attempt yeah yeah, yeah. so what um that's that's really cool. That's a that's a really um, you know you've worked a long long time for that, and it's really cool to finally have it all culminate into a a world championship. That's really sweet. For sure. Yes. <laughs> that's awesome. Do uh, and I remember if I remember in that podcast you were a, you were a kickboxer too, right? I did. Yes. That's fucking yeah. hardcore. Not for long though, but uh, yeah, I. I think I still got some uh, moves, just a little <laughs> bit tighter and slower. <laughs> <laughs> I still got some moves. That's yeah. awesome. Do uh, what 
Do uh, did so? Did you grow up in Thailand then? I did, yes. Oh, cool. So, how old were you when you moved over here? Seventeen. Oh, wow. That's uh, yeah. That's crazy. Did um, did your whole family move over, or was it just you? Yeah, my whole family moved over here. Yeah. Cool. All my families are here. My uh, sister and my brother, and I have a little nephew now. He's like three years. And uh, every time when I uh, hang out with him, he'll ask his mom and say, Mama, am I stronger than Chucha? <laughs> <laughs> One day, little guy. Yeah. Get him into the powerlifting. Yes. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, like that's, uh, that's really cool. Like uh, when you were... Do you do you still follow any Thai kickboxing or anything like that, or uh, do you follow any martial arts? Um, I do, but uh, not really right now. It's like I'm more into like you know powerlifting, powerlifting. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're obsessed with yeah. it. <laughs> yes. Right on. Well, uh, that's really all the all the questions I've got. Do you have any uh, any other thing else you want to say or, or anything like that? Um, not really, other than, you know, a message to, like, a young uh, girl or leader or if there's anyone there just starting, um, I would say you don't have to be, like, um, afraid of going into, like, lifting. Most people, are, like, afraid to, like, if they lift weight, they're going to get, like, manly or muscular <laughs> or something like that. Like, it, it doesn't work like that unless, like, you go, like, the next level. But um, take you like one kilo at a time, baby step, and uh, one minute at a time. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I've and been. You will be... I've been working out for six yeah. years, and I'm still trying to get muscular. It's not doesn't happen overnight. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, it's funny when people are like, "Oh yeah," like especially girls, like, "Oh, I want to go to the gym, but I don't want to lift weights because I don't want to get like." too muscular and I'm like I've been trying to get too muscular for fucking six yeah. years now and it's not yeah. happening so don't worry yeah <laughs> I uh like it personally like you know even though when I first started I was terrified of lifting weight or like uh getting muscular. I, I I keep saying to like a higher trainer at the local gym at Good Life and I told her I said I don't want to look like a man I want muscle I don't want to lift heavy anyway She's just like, now she see me and she just laughs. <laughs> She's like, now you're a powerlifting world champion. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Full circle, eh? <laughs> so uh, so next year, are you, uh, you're obviously going to go for the repeat at 57, world champion, two times? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Right on. I look forward yeah. to it. That's a goal, so we'll see. Cool. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. yeah, just uh, stay healthy. Back to Belarus. <laughs> fun <laughs> yeah right on well uh thanks maria for for coming on and i appreciate your your time we've tried to schedule this for a couple weeks in a row but <laughs> things always don't always work out i guess but uh yeah. we got it we got it done so uh yeah thank you for coming on i appreciate it and um Perfect. i'll uh i'll come say hi at nationals when i see you there yes thank you for having me thank you for coming on we'll uh we'll talk to you later maria bye bye All right, that was 57 kilo world champion, Maria T. Um, that was cool to talk to her, a uh, lifter of her caliber. Um, yeah, it was an uh, interesting little conversation there. Uh, keeping it short this week. Um, it's, been a, it's been a rough week for, for everybody in Parksville. I'll do a little side kind of podcast for that. And um, yeah, 
But uh, as always, stay strong. And we got a new little tagline here. It's uh, make it count. Make every day count. So thank you for listening. And uh, we'll catch you next week.